0: Now Saul, still breathing murderous threats against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, that if he should find any men or women who belonged to the way, he might bring them back to Jerusalem in chains. On his journey, as he was nearing Damascus, a light from the sky suddenly flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? He said, "Who are you, sir?" The reply came, "I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do." The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, for they heard the voice but could not see anyone. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him to Damascus. For 3 days he was unable to see and he neither ate nor drank. We serve a God of abundance, yet you're still living paycheck to paycheck. We serve a God of order, yet your house always seems to be a mess. You feel unappreciated and overwhelmed just trying to keep up. Does the noise of life drown out the voice of God? Hi, my name is Gina Morton, a Catholic wife, mom, and declutter coach. Welcome to Pruning to Prosper, the podcast where we talk about all the practical things to run your home smoothly. Clutter, money, mindset, and yes, Everyone still wants to eat, so we'll talk about that too. That nagging in your heart is God telling you he has more for you than just trying to keep up. If you're ready to get uncomfortable, get brave, and see what you can do, then grab your garden shears because you're about to prune away the stuff so you can prosper into the woman God has called you. Hello everyone and happy new year. Welcome back to Printing to Prosper. I'm your host Gina Morton and if it's your first time here, I am so glad that you found this podcast and it is not an accident that you found it. So welcome and let's begin. It's a clean slate. It's a new year and it's a new journey, if you will. So I want to go back to this opening Bible passage um, because it's one of my favorites. It's the well-known story of Saul's journey from Jerusalem to Damascus, where he is literally knocked off his high horse. And we know he goes from being one of the harshest critics of Jesus to one of the most ardent defenders of the faith with his letters and his writings taking up most of the New Testament. So what can we learn from Saul and how can we journey through 2023 with focus? One of the things I love about God and one of the consistent messages throughout the Bible is just how many times he can turn things around and how he can use so many hardships and difficulties for his greater glory and just how many times he forgives and gives us a fresh start. And that's what I love about a new year. Some people don't like making New Year's resolutions but I just feel like no matter what, I feel like it's a clean slate. Like, okay, I'm going to kind of focus. I'm going to pull things back in. And so today's podcast is really about um, wherever you are on your journey, whether you are drowning in clutter, you're drowning in debt, your weight is not where you want it to be. Just know that with God leading us all things are possible. And our transformation from wherever we are today to where we're going to be this time next year is completely up to us with God's help. And it all begins with little baby steps. So today I want to kind of let you in on the journey that I hope to take this year in 2023 and see if you want to join me. So what I'm going to be doing, I just for anyone that's new here, my name is Gina Morton and I'm a declutter coach. My business is called Tight Ship Mama and I go into women's homes and I physically help them to declutter their wardrobes and their homes and their stuff. And I also do meal planning and I do um, budgeting. So I do coaching, all this different stuff. And I, I have a hard time describing what I do a lot of times because I just feel like it's all tied together. And my friends for years have been saying to me, you're not a declutter coach. You're a life coach. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like a weird title. But I think for 2023, I'm going to actually embrace that sort of a role. And I'm still going to be doing the in-home decluttering and budgeting and meal planning and anything that people need kind of a la carte. But I'm also going to be expanding into what I'm calling comprehensive coaching. And I am going to be focusing on these 10 Fs. And I didn't set out to say like, oh, I'm going to have F words as all my things. But when I was, I've got friends that are kind of in like a a guinea pig program with me. And we're just kind of testing different things out. I'm going to see how long the the session should go and how many months we're going to do this. So they're kind of helping me tweak it a little bit. And I sent them a questionnaire to get started and what we're going to focus on. And it just happened to be F's. So I was like, oh, maybe that's kind of easy for me to focus on. So I thought, you know what? I'm always looking for transformations, too. And I'm just because I do this for a living doesn't mean that I have it all together. So I am always trying to get better and improve. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to do my own coaching With my clients, I'm going to take my own advice. I'm going to do what I'm asking them to do. So, the first thing that I always begin with whenever a woman calls me and she's just completely overwhelmed with her home and the clutter, and I know you've heard me say this before if you've listened to previous episodes, is fashion. I always think that we begin with the woman's wardrobe because until she knows who she is, the rest of her house is going to take so much longer. But when I go into a woman's house that's completely overwhelming and I'm like, let's focus on your wardrobe. And she's like, what? I'm like, believe me, trust me, this is where it begins. And I can see the transformation in the first day. And its I've talked about it before, but I just love it so much because I think it's the fastest way to see a woman just blossom. And I try not to focus on, and I've kind of tweaked my methods as I've gone along in the past few years. And I used to say, like, we're going to declutter your wardrobe. But in the past few months, I've really tweaked it into, um, instead of saying the word declutter, I try to focus on the positive that I'll say, you know, I'm not going to say, we're going to remove 15 bags of clothing from your closet because that's typically what I do is that's that's the number of a typical like walk-in closet of an American home. I'm removing probably 10 to 15 bags of clothing between your closet and your drawers and you know the things around your bedroom. Um, Clothing-wise, it's it's very easy to get to 10-15 bags. Um, but that might sound completely overwhelming to a woman. So instead I say we are going to build your wardrobe and fill this closet with only things that fit, flatter, and make you feel fabulous. And I think it's just a different way of saying it that makes it not so scary for the women. And we begin with outfits that they feel great in. And I'm like, okay, let's build on that. Like, do you have one pair of pants that you feel great in? Okay, what do you wear with it? And then we just go from there and we pull in different accessories and we pull in little jackets or blazers. And sometimes I'm telling people to keep things that they want to get rid of because I'm like, wait, have you ever tried that with this? And, you know, with these shoes, it's a whole different outfit. And before you know it, when I leave, they're like, oh my gosh, I have so much to wear. And I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> so that's where we begin. That's the first F. The next thing is, um, and it's kind of like individual from this point on. And this one isn't necessarily an F word, but the clutter. So free of clutter. Because once a woman knows what she wants to wear and how she wants to feel, it is so easy to declutter the rest of her house. Because she can now envision the life that she wants to live inside those four walls. And it just goes boom, 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 boom. Easy peasy. The next thing I want to focus on is food. Because so many times it's There, I mean, really, we eat three times a day, if not more, and it's such a big part of our lives and it's such a big headache. (laughs) So, um, we all have to feed ourselves or our family every single day. So, let's streamline it, let's make a meal plan. So, I'll work with the families to do meal planning. Um, and a lot of times, this also kind of crosses over into parenting, and like, I Definitely share some of my parenting tips with these families and how we can get the kids involved. And, you know, a lot of times I get called in because the parents are are kind of at a standstill with teenagers that don't want to declutter or little kids that don't want to let go of things or they're picky eaters and different things like that. And I'm not, I don't have a degree in working with children, but I have four of my own and I just kind of give tips and tricks about what's worked. And I'll tell you, the bottom line is get them involved. That's the best thing you can do when it comes to meal planning with your kids and um, trying to work with a picky eater is like get them involved with the planning, the shopping and the cooking. And, you know, right now, my daughter, my six year old is on this kick where she wants to play waitress. So every night we have to have like our orders taken and there's only one thing on the menu. It's whatever I made for dinner, but it's so cute and it gets them involved. And it's like a fun way for them to, you know, learn to love what you're putting in front of them. The next thing we want to focus on is your finances. And same with me. I've said this so many times already this past couple of months that I am really, really committed to sticking to the budget in 2023. And I'm so excited to stick to the budget. We've got some major family um, plans coming up this year and expenditures, and I really want to cash flow it. And how I'm getting my husband on board and how we're going to stay motivated is we are setting rewards. And we're setting pretty big rewards. So if we stick to the budget for three months, we are going to have a weekend away. And we've already got our first weekend booked. And I can't wait to show you guys when I get home where we went and, you know, what we did. But it just keeps us focused. You know, like when I'm, I'm tempted to go off the budget, I think, okay, you know, focus on our weekend away, like focus on like building wealth and focus on like not having the stress of being in debt. And, you know, it's hard to explain to somebody the freedom that comes with being debt free. Like it's just this ease that kind of overshadows everything. Like you're just like thing. It's just easier. (laughs) I don't know. Like I know they say money doesn't buy happiness, but honestly, it does make things a lot easier, you guys. And little things that used to be major um, hurdles, you know, if the car needs new tires or the furnace goes or the roof is leaking, all of a sudden you're like, okay, it's not the end of the world. We can cash flow this over a month or two and it's going to be okay. And that's the difference that like when people go from living paycheck to paycheck and being in debt to financial freedom It's just like a little bit of like just breathing easier. So that's the finance portion. And the faith portion is next. And I'm going to do a whole episode on this. But when I started my business of Tight Ship Mama and I was decluttering and meal planning and doing budgets with people, there was always something missing. And that's where the pruning to prosper came in because... What I realized was you can do all this stuff. You can have a perfect budget. You can have the perfectly decluttered home. It can look like the home edit. But if you don't have faith in the center of your family, you are never going to feel content. And no amount of money in the bank will ever make you feel the peace that comes with um, trusting God uh, to be at the helm of your family. So we're gonna definitely focus on faith and I'm I'm starting each session with my clients with a prayer um, and that's really helping me bring things into focus and I think it's just kind of instilling good habits in them. The next thing I wanna focus on in 2023 is fitness. Um, I'm not a huge exercise buff, I used to be, but I really just focus on what I'm eating and trying to eat better. But I also want to get stronger this year. So I am going to do a beach body workout. Um, when I say a workout, like a, whatever they might be. They might be 60 days or something. I'm not going to do the 90-day P90X ever again. That's what I used to do way back in the day when they were DVDs. I think it's a wonderful program. It changed my body like nothing else. If you're looking for something to kind of jumpstart your fitness, I... I don't get paid by Beachbody to say it. I just think it's a phenomenal program, and there's something on there for everyone. It's it's all the DVDs are gone now. It's all digital on your TV. It's super easy, and it's usually just a few little things that you need to purchase to get any workout started. So, um, and they have meditations on there, and breath work and some food suggestions on you know how to. Um, fuel your body better. So I really do think that that's a wonderful thing. But you can just get outside, you know, just take the dog for a walk. I always say what's good for your dog is good for you. Like eat good food, get outside, lay in the sun, sleep in and, you know, give lots of hugs and kisses. The next thing I want to focus on in 2023 is friendship. And I've said this a lot in a past couple of episodes that I'm not great at being the person that initiates friendships, but I'm going to make an effort in 2023. I really am. I'm going to start calling people for coffees and lunches. I'm going to be hosting more at my house to get women together. And I'm always the kind of person that if you invite me, I'm going to go. I love getting invited to places. I'm just not very good at initiating. So that's one of the things I want to work on in 2023 is initiating that. Um, The other one I want to work on is family because I feel like we spend a lot of time as a family, but I don't know that we're really connecting as a family. So we've got a big vacation coming up this summer and I'm really looking forward to it. But I'm also thinking I can't just wait for the summer to spark connections with my kids and my husband and stuff. So part of my connection with my husband is going away quarterly. If we stick to the budget, you know, that's going to be my time with him. Um, but just connecting with my kids, you know, playing more games with them and going for more walks with them and, um, just, you know, learning like who, even like who their friends are. Like, I really don't even know who their friends are a lot of times. So just things like that, you know, just getting more involved with my kids and my husband and, um, my sister and my in-laws and stuff like that. The Next one is Fun. I read a book last year, and I put it on the Facebook page for Chip Mama. And I think, I don't know if I, I said let's do this as a group or not, but it was The Power of Fun. And she talked about real fun versus fake fun. And that book really hit me hard because, and if you haven't read it, I really recommend that you read it because... It's a little bit of a wake-up call where she's talking about fake fun is just scrolling or just binge-watching TV that's just mindless. And you think you're having fun, but really, when you're done doing those things, you don't really feel, like, full. You just feel kind of empty. It's like junk food. Like, it's good for the time, but afterwards, you're kind of like, oh, that was a waste, you know? And one of the things I did this year to try to have real fun, I actually took from the author herself. So she is a Philadelphia author. And if any of you are from the Philadelphia area, you or even maybe you've seen pictures, it's kind of famous, I think, is Boathouse Row. And there's always white Christmas lights, but they're up all year long and they kind of outline. And when you're driving along the Schuylkill Expressway, you can see Boathouse Row and it's where... The crew teams from Temple and Penn and, you know, St. Joe's University and LaSalle, they all practice down there on the Schuylkill and the high schools go down there and they have their crew and the regattas. And it's always just really, I always think it's beautiful. And the author, she wanted to learn how to row and she searched high and low for somebody that could teach her how to row. So she found a private coach down there on the Schuylkill and she did it. And I thought, man, that's really cool. And lo and behold, not even like a week later, Facebook read my mind and an ad popped up for a local rowing club in my area. And I thought, this is crazy, but I'm going to do it. And I signed up and I think it was six weeks where we got out on the boats and I think it's like eight man. I forget how many were in the boats, but it was so scary. But so exhilarating. And you're out there on the river before the sun comes up, and it's just a bunch of like strangers that are just people you don't know yet and friends that you haven't connected with yet. But everyone was so supportive, and I'm definitely gonna do it again. And I just thought this is what I need to be doing more of is having real fun, not like binge drinking and staying up too late. That's another one of my goals for 2023 is to go to bed earlier and not drink so much wine. In fact, I'm actually, I don't really like doing interviews on this podcast just because, oh, editing is a nightmare. (laughs) And even just, I I don't have the best equipment and I'm just a little bit intimidated by the whole process. But Um, there's a girl that I, I know of in one of my groups that I'm in online and she has a podcast about not drinking and I don't want to not drink ever, but I definitely feel like there's been a big creep in since 2020. So I'd like to ease up is what I would like to do in 2023. And that brings us to my final F word, which is fiction and I would love to tie in reading more fiction with drinking less wine because I need to go to bed. That's what I do. I tend to drink another glass of wine just to kind of stay awake and keep watching some trashy TV show. So my goal this year is to read more fiction. I listen to fiction on Audible, but there's something to be said for a book with real paper and curling up in bed and reading fiction. So a friend of mine, Jen from Chicago, she did a challenge where I think you read like 20 pages of fiction a day. And I think I'd like to do that. I think I'd like to try to really read 20 pages a day and see how many books I can get through in 2023. And, um, Yeah, just enjoy reading that. Right now, I'm reading All the Light You Cannot See, I believe. I don't know who the author is. I can read a whole book and not know the author or the title, (laughs) So, but I know that that's what it's called. And uh, I also like to find some more fun things. I feel like I'm on this. I've read a lot of books about World War II, and I need something a little bit lighter than that. So anyway, if you have any recommendations, please drop those on the Facebook group for me. And so those are the 10 Fs. I'm just going to recap real quick. Fashion, food, finance, faith, fitness, friendship, fun, fiction, free from clutter, and family. Those are the things I'm going to be focusing on in 2023. And, you know, St. Paul is on his journey. And oftentimes, you know, one of the things I love to do is hike. And oftentimes when people go on a big hike, like the Appalachian Trail or the Camino de Santiago, they either give themselves a trail name or they are given one. One's bestowed upon them. And it's funny because I always thought that Saul became Paul when he was baptized. So today, when I was doing the reading um, for this episode, I was like reading and reading and reading. I'm like, when does he become Paul? And it's not until he sets off on the second journey that's described in the Bible, in the book of Acts, it's not until the 13th book of Acts that he actually is referred to Paul for the first time. And it's when he sets off on his journey to start preaching the word of God. So um, good journeys begin with, you know, baby steps and they, they come with lots of, highs and lows. And I'm sure that that's what 2023 is going to have in store for all of us. There's going to be doubt. There's going to be hilarious antics. I thought about all these different stories I could tell you from travels and college and Europe, you know, about like the actual journey. But I once I landed on the this story of St. Paul, I thought, okay, that's what I'm going to go with today. But, um, you know, there's going to be setbacks, but there's always going to be that sort of transformation when you embark upon a journey that is going to be a little bit hard, a little bit challenging, but it's it's going to be rewarding. So um, our ultimate journey is to get to heaven, of course, but there's always work for us to do here first. And I wish for all of us this year um, that we um, have the scales fall from our eyes, like like they did for Saul, and that we can clearly see the path that God has laid out for each and every single one of us, that we have healthy transformations this year. And, you know, just for the heck of it, for 2023, if you had your transformation and you changed your name or you got a trail name for your great hiking adventure, what would your trail name be? Uh, that's something for us to think about. And I'm going to post that on Facebook. So give us some thought, you know, what would your name be for this journey up ahead? Um, or, you know, project out 12 months. What would you like to look back and say, that was my trail name and that's who I became. All right, ladies, have a wonderful day. As always, if you liked this episode, please share it with a friend. Uh, if you want to work with me one-on-one, please drop me an email. That's all in the show notes. Have a wonderful day and happy new year. Take care.